Hello, welcome to this week's Therapy for Me. And to paraphrase uh, Doncaster's finest shopkeeper, Arkwright, it's been a funny old week. Um, there's a couple of other podcast stories that have been um, interesting, almost to the point of being uh, surreal. Um, there's a little bit more um, engagement from a listener that I'm 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 going to cover. And and I guess changing thoughts on what will happen when we start to move out of, of lockdown. Anyway, uh, without further ado, uh, let's uh, let's start with a wee bit of that twangy guitar. <laughs> I've mentioned a couple of times that I've been working on a another podcast called Nine to Forty Two, which is with a friend of mine, uh, Jason Hunt, and um, is a um, a podcast for the Guitar Show UK. And tonight we had a interview to do, a remote interview to do, which we've got a few of these to do over the next uh, the next few days. And it was with um, with a guy uh, called Bumblefoot. Um, and Bumblefoot's the name he's always gone by as a musician, uh, which is a, a slightly strange because it refers to a, a, a fairly unpleasant um, infection, I believe, that you find in in birds and chickens. But anyway, so um, but to everybody else, he's he's also called Ron. Um, so we were chatting to Ron tonight, and Ron's in New Jersey, and Ron um, was the guitarist. He's been, he's been in a, a lot of bands, but he was the uh, touring guitarist with Guns N' Roses. Um, for uh, over a decade and um, we had this chat and we set up uh, a zoom call and then we were recording audio uh, locally so that we hopefully had something that was uh, that was usable at the end and didn't sound too much like it had it had come from a sort of computer internet call and um, and we we were getting on fine and it was a really interesting conversation and then um, we happened to to start talking about um, vocalists and I happened to mention that I was a frustrated uh, vocalist and that my um, that my karaoke tune of choice um, is uh, Sweet Transvestite from uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. At which point, Ron, who is also affectionately known as the human jukebox because he can play pretty much anything, kicks in to the guitar part from Sweet Transvestite. So there's a man 3,000 miles away playing the backing track to Sweet Transvestite. Well, I don't need any encouragement at that point. So I start singing um, the lines. I start singing, uh, you know, I start singing the song because it's, it's my karaoke tune. And um, which is a little bit disconcerting, I think, for everybody else in the house, because obviously the only thing they can hear is me sit, literally start exploding to singing, um, you know, be, wh wh where before I was just talking normally. Um, and, and, and I found it a, a surreal, but at the same time, comforting experience. So um, it kind of started this week, and and it's, it's, it does seem weird reflecting on this, but it seems so normal at the time. With with just with just yeah, sweet transvestite, you know, with the guy that has spent the last ten twelve years playing Sweet Child of Mine and Paradise City on some of the biggest stages in the world, uh, whilst we're both in our homes, locked down because we can't go anywhere because of a virus. Um, 
So I don't know if the rest of the week will carry on this way round, but I have to say, as a surreal start to the week goes, it probably was as good as I've ever had. Tuesday. Something happened today that I kind of wasn't prepared for, and I have to admit, actually, um, got to me a little bit. And... um, I'm a bit embarrassed that it it got to me and I didn't think the thing that happened would have got to me in the way that it it, it did. Um, And I I, I say, I've not given it any thought until the point it happened. Um, I've said all the way along that I don't really care if anybody listens to this or not because this is is something I do because I really enjoy doing it and it's nice that a few people do listen to it. Um, but it, it's the the moment for reflection, and actually, the time spent just collecting my thoughts for something and synthesizing my day into something is is really healthy. Um, but I've been lucky enough that uh, a number of people have listened, and I've had a few very very kind and very positive reviews. Um, but I I I, I happen to be glancing at. Um, at podcasts today and I noticed that um I'd had another review and it was uh, no no comments were left but it was it 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 was as low as it could possibly be and um and I wasn't prepared to deal with somebody I guess not enjoying or liking the podcast and of course there's lots of reasons why you wouldn't like this podcast um i would hope technically it's okay i would hope you can hear it and all those kind of things that it actually in terms of something that you can engage with because it's relatively well put together that's that's fine but i've clearly enraged somebody to the point where they just they just either just thought it was you know drivel and nonsense which which isn't actually that unfair a comment but um but to have just to have that somebody go out of their way to to kind of say oh I didn't like that um whilst I totally get it uh, I just I just wasn't really you know sort of prepared for it so um it kind of it's it's dominated my thoughts um a lot of today um because I've been speculating on oh, who was that person? Why didn't they like it? What was the pro- what you know? And actually, um, I just need to I just need to let it go um, because it really it really isn't important. But it's surprising that when you when you have something like a podcast or something that is public, um, that you still haven't mentally prepared yourself for the fact that somebody just really might not like now. It's happened recently, so it might be somebody who is walking on the wrong side of the road um, with the, you know, not walking in facing the oncoming traffic last week. So it, it could possibly be that, in which case, okay, that's fine. I was a little bit harsh on that topic. And it could also be any member of the sh- the, um, the front bench or the cabinet because I've been a little bit damning about them as well. So if it turns out it was actually um, Matt Hancock, then to be honest, I'm absolutely fine with it. Wednesday. So for the second time in a fortnight, I've had some feedback from a listener. And um, it's a follow-on to the uh, section last week um, where um, Ginger Gleds um, got in touch about people walking um, on the road and where there's no footpaths and not facing oncoming traffic um, 
because he assumed, and to be fair, I assumed that kind of everybody knew that. Um, and I've had a few people actually say to me this week who listen to the podcast, well, I kind of knew, I kind of just always knew that. I was pre-programmed. I don't understand why people didn't didn't realise it. But obviously there are people and, and, you know, as more people wander around uh, in the outdoors, these things are becoming uh, quite apparent. So I then got contacted... Um, on the Instagram page, the A Short Stories Instagram page. And if you don't follow me on A Short Stories, then please do. And I, I'm following back anybody who follows me. So if it's a way you want to get in touch, that's great as well. And I I was messaged by a guy called uh, Tim. And Tim is somebody who I feel I know, though I don't know. He's he's arrived at the podcast um, because we both subscribe to uh, Christian Payne's work, the guy who goes under the um, the, 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 the the not pseudonym, but goes under the name of, of Documentally. And um, Tim arrived at the podcast um, because he's a subscriber to Christian, and Christian had, had, had mentioned my podcast, and Tim Tim uh, took to it from there. But it turns out Tim also lives fairly locally as well, so. Um, and Tim and I have, have exchanged quite a few messages since this. And although we've never met, we very quickly turns out that we are from the same kind of stock of of, of northern uh, grumpiness, and we we appear to be at similar places in our, our our lives and have similar you know views on a lot of things. So uh, post lockdown, I'm actually looking forward to the possibility of maybe grabbing a a brew and a natter with Tim. But in the in the you know in the interim, he's been. Uh, you know, coming back and feeding back on the podcast quite a lot, which is great. And he mentioned the piece from last week and said the other thing about people wandering around is not necessarily understanding um, the kind of left and right walking along the road thing, but also um, being somewhat surprised with a greeting. So it's a very, it's a very northern thing that we wander along and if you pass somebody when you walk in you say good morning or good afternoon and uh and we don't stop to to you know to dwell and exchange numbers but there's, there's a nod and there's a there's a you know there's a morning and a you're right and something along those lines and it and it it's 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 the normal thing and yet he commented on the fact that clearly there are a lot of people wandering around who aren't used to the social etiquette of of going for a stroll and so are being somewhat phased when when a person walking you know the 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 other side of the road um she just sort of looks across and and says i do and uh, and 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 they're being a little bit freaked by it. So um, he sort of said to me, "Well, can you add that into the mix with the whole um, walking the wrong way against the traffic kind of thing?" And I said, "Well, yeah, of course I will. I'll pop it in. I'm I'm feeling there's a bit of a trend coming." And while I was hoping to go viral at some point on a topic, I didn't quite think this would be this would be the one. So if more people want to get involved in this particular conversation and we can build a little bit on this, um, I'd be I'd be quite interested. If you're walking around anywhere in the UK at the moment to take your little bit of exercise, what are you noticing that's strange? What is, you know, what is, is you know, are you saying hello to people as you walk past? Would you find that weird? Is this just something about, you know, Yorkshire folk that, that actually doesn't translate anywhere? anywhere else but then bearing i can't imagine there's loads of people with second homes around here so theoretically everybody that tim's bumping into should really be living around here anyway so you'd have thought you'd have thought by now that have kind of that have kind of got used to it and used to how we are so so i don't know so 
this this section um, is is turning into a little bit of of, of hot bread and, and local intrigue. So if you've got anything to add, then uh, then then please you know please pass it in. Tim also mentioned that actually a lot of people out and about their kind of uh, understanding of two meters is a little bit sketchy as well in terms of social distancing. But I think that's something we seem to have covered before because I know I mentioned uh, that we seem to we seem to think two meters is is about half the size of a football field when we a football field when we're queuing outside a supermarket and then actually about the length of a banana when you're actually in it. Um but we'll leave that one to see if there's any more any more to add. Uh, and uh, drop me a note. Follow me on A Short Stories Instagram. Drop me a note if you have anything to add. Thursday. I know I said that Monday was a surreal start to the week because I was singing Rocky Horror with um, the longtime guitarist from Guns N' Roses. Um, but today was a bit weird as well um, because I ended up having a conversation with um the original bass player from the Sex Pistols. Um and this is a, a a guy called Glenn Matlock who's also played with loads of other people, played with the Faces, played with Primal Scream, played with loads of loads of uh, of people. And uh, again it was something that were, that Jason and I were doing for for 9 9 to 42 and uh, what was interesting was a story he came out with which has made me then think about um exactly where we are um, at the moment with with the lockdown and with what is going to happen next as, as as we move our way through this pandemic um what was interesting was he um his favorite band was the faces and he grew up uh, in the area of london where a lot of the faces came from and he was a he was a huge fan and actually you know got to play with the band later on but um, he was a huge fan of uh, of the Faces, and we were talking about what are you going to do when the lockdown finishes. And he said he thought that his take on the world that has actually been totally changed by where we are now. And the example he gave was that if the Faces, the original lineup of the Faces, was to play a gig in London um, this weekend. You know, and and we would we were using it as a fantastical example because obviously not all of them are alive. But if if they were if they were there, original lineup, um, you know, and they were playing in London this week, he doesn't know whether he would want to go and stand in a room surrounded by people um, and watch what ultimately would have been the gig of his life because he's been so affected by where we are and he feels that it's going to fundamentally change his mindset on uh, on 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 living moving forward and the spaces he puts himself in with a number of people in those spaces that he would potentially you know miss out on that that event if it was possible and I think it's something that I've had a couple of conversations with other people about. And actually, I find myself thinking similar things. Um, I, I, I'm i desperately missing the football. I'm des- desperately missing going to see Sheffield United play. It's been a big part of my life. It's been a part of my life since I was I was seven. And um, and yet I feel a little bit the same way that that, that Glenn felt that. I don't know if I want to rush back and put myself into into that situation. 
Um, and I'm now starting to question lots of things. We've got a holiday booked for the, you know, for the, well, we're going to, we, we, we've got a holiday schedule for half term, which, which we're not going to take because that's in a few weeks time and that's not going to happen. But we've got one scheduled for the end of, um, the end of August. And again, I just don't know if it's something that I want to go on the holiday enough to, to, to maybe, you know, put myself and put the family through, um, through the airport and through the, the flight and through all the things that would go with it, even though that where we're due to go at the other end actually isn't, isn't full of lots of people. It's actually relatively quiet and, uh, and, and, and we would be able to social distance as well as we could at, at home. So, um, again, slightly surreal as to where the conversation came from, but it touched, a, a nerve in terms of things I'd been thinking. I think a lot of people uh, are thinking as well. So when we when we do start to come out of this, I think it's going to take a long, long time before we get even close to where we were uh, before in terms of you know events that involve lots of, of people. Because I think we are all quite sceptical now um, about a lifestyle that we used to take for granted. <laughs> Friday. Well, it's Friday and it's time to think about those things that have happened that wouldn't necessarily have happened in quite the same way if we hadn't been locked down. The moment where we just take a minute and I just take a minute just to be thankful for the weird things uh, and and to actually just to, to, to draw some positives out of out of where we are. Um, the first one um in fact, the first two are linked. So the first one is, for those of you who, who know me quite well, uh, you'll know that I've been a Marillion fan for the last 30 years of my of my life. And they're a band I've followed a, uh, around. And because of um, my work with Shaw and because the band were all Shaw users, then I um, I got to know you know, I've got to know the band over the years and, and had the good fortune of, of you know, of being able to go and uh, be be sort of uh, backstage at gigs and and actually, you know, be, be on reasonable terms with, with all of the guys in the band. Um, and a few weeks ago, I happened to be talking to the lead, lead singer, a guy called Steve Hogarth, and I said to him, do you know what, I think you should do a podcast. Because I actually interviewed Steve for a show podcast a couple of years ago, and he was, you know, very articulate and very funny. And um, and we got nattering about this thing, and he said, and he said, that sounds like an interesting idea. And we ended up setting a few microphones up around his kitchen table and we and we ended up recording three or four episodes of a podcast and um and we 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 got launched this week so um I, I think that probably would have happened without the lockdown but this thing's called the corona diaries and it, and the, the the content in the first episodes is shaped by the fact that we managed to record the day before we locked down so um it's it's shaped to a certain extent the conversation and it and it's shaped how everything about this particular podcast has you know has come together so that's that's the first thing that I wanted to mention but the real the other thing I wanted to mention about that uh, um I mean as you can appreciate that's, a, that's a, like a huge that's like a, a huge bucket list thing for for somebody who's a fan so it was just it's just been gr- you know great to do that um but the interesting thing was I was chatting to Steve on um 
uh, on Monday or Tuesday this week, and he happened to mention. He said, "Have you seen this thing that Bob Morton was doing? This this these little video clips he's doing on Twitter um, about this character called Train Guy, who he's he was was referencing a guy he'd heard on the train doing some very kind of business jargon esque kind of speech in a in a in a phone call, and he's he's created this character." Uh, and he does these little one-minute video clips, um, imagining a conversation this guy's having with a with a colleague about a um, about, about a deal they're doing with a with a, a, a sort of a mystery entrepreneur head honcho guy called Jeff Linton, and he introduced me to these um, the, these little videos, and I'll put the link in the in the show notes. But they are hilarious. I found myself absolutely howling at what was just such a beautifully observed send-up. And the fact that he records them on the train as well, um, you know, they are they are fantastic. So without the, the podcast, I'm not talking to Steve in quite the same way. And without that, I don't get Bob Mortimer, which has been an absolute joy this week to, you know, to interact with that. So so that's that's two things that that are kind of framed by where we are this 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 week. Um, the third thing is that we got a new Rolling Stone single, and it's fantastic. I really really like it. I heard it I heard it yesterday for the first time. It obviously references lockdown and where we are. And they and I know uh, from what I read that Mick rewrote the lyrics a little bit to you know to reference uh, this because it's a song they've been working on and they've they've adapted it a little bit. And so I don't know if that comes around and is launched in the same way if we don't have the lockdown, but the way it was put out and it just appeared and I, you know, I listened to it a couple of times yesterday and it, and it was just fantastic. So got to celebrate the fact there's a new Rolling Stone single and it's, and it's really, really, you know, it's really, really good. And then the final thing um, is that I, uh, yesterday, I had an afternoon nap. And I adore an afternoon nap. And there's no way I would have had an afternoon nap had the world not felt kind of disjointed enough that having an afternoon nap was an acceptable thing. So, you know, in the same way you feel a little bit in the Christmas holidays where you would, um, you know, where it's like the world's all a little bit up, upside down and, and it's okay to, you know, to fall asleep in front of the television or take yourself back off to bed for an hour. And I took myself... I took myself back off off to bed and I and I slept for about an hour and a quarter. And I've always been a huge fan of an afternoon nap. It's the greatest thing of, you know, if you go to somewhere like you know Spain or France or what have you for a holiday, one of the great things is 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 that that whole siesta thing. You feel you can do it. And I think an, I think an afternoon nap's wildly underrated. So I, I had an afternoon nap this week and 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 thoroughly thoroughly and you know enjoyed just that moment of snuggling down and 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 just drifting off so so we've had we've had things that I wouldn't have managed in terms of a new podcast working with somebody that I you know uh have enjoyed spending the time with to a moment of genius from Bob Mortimer to a new Rolling Stones uh single to really I guess just you know doing the things that I probably won't be able to do now uh, with a clear conscience until I'm in my mid 80s so to me that's a that's a great week um I hope you're all well I hope you're all safe uh, please follow um a short stories on instagram um 
on Twitter and there's now an A Short Stories Facebook page so if you want to follow there that's going to give details of all the other podcasty things that I'm doing if you're vaguely interested and it'd be lovely to have you come along if you if you if you if you can so I'll post the the link to that in the show notes you know in the show notes as well and 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 please get in touch if you've got any feedback and and and, and review and do you know what review however you want to review uh I'll take it all in in the spirit in which it's you know, in which it's it, it's meant, uh, and with that, and with much love, I will I will talk to you all next week. If you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.